This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Monday, February 26, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Northern Indiana high school students can try and advance manufacturing as a career thanks to a new multi-school program in partnership with Syracuse-based Pollywood. The Pollywood Academy will be a two-year program where students will receive technical training and the opportunity to complete a paid internship. The collaboration will both introduce students to the reality of a career in advanced manufacturing while building general career skills. Wawasee CTE Director John Everingham talks about the need for advanced manufacturing career training. Since I've been here in 10 years, we, we've taken a look at gaps in our programming. Uh, we quickly realized that advanced manufacturing certainly not just in our area but across the state of indiana certainly a there's a need for skilled workers the first cohort will launch next school year and include around eight to ten kids everingham says they hope to grow the program each year advanced manufacturing is a growing sector throughout the state and already needs more skilled workers reflecting on what their cte programming was missing everingham said that they realized that was a gap they needed to fill Alonco Animal Health Incorporated said Monday it plans to restructure operations, which will result in the loss of 420 jobs. The Greenfield-based maker of vaccines, antibiotics, and other animal health products did not immediately say how many of those job cuts would occur in Indiana, where it employs more than 1,000 people. The company has about 9,000 employees worldwide, according to its website. The move appears to be Alonco's largest downsizing since it cut 900 jobs across 40 countries in 2020, following its $6.9 billion acquisition of German conglomerate Bayer AG's Animal Health Division. The Indiana Chamber of Commerce on Monday revealed the honorees for this year's Best Places to Work in Indiana. Nearly 200 Hoosier businesses made the list this year, including more than 90 first-time companies. The companies on the list represent more than 40 cities and towns throughout Indiana. They were determined based on employer reports and comprehensive employee surveys. Check out which companies made it at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. IBJ Media, Inside Indiana Business, and the Indiana Economic Development Corporation invite you to the Engage Indiana series, presented by CareSource, Indiana University, and Old National Bank. With an unrelenting focus on growing Indiana's economy, we'll dive into each region's unique challenges and distinct opportunities for growth. Nine regions, one goal. Indiana's bold future starts here. Discover more and register at ibj.com engage. Terre Haute-based Halidor Energy Company is planning to idle production at two of its coal mines and cut 100 jobs. The company said the move is part of a restructuring of its Sunrise Coal Division, meant to, quote, strengthen its financial and operational efficiency. The affected mines are the Friedlandville Center Pit in Knox County and the Prosperity Mine in Pike County. CEO Brent Bilsland said in a news release, the two surface mines are among the higher-cost mines in the company's portfolio. Bilsland said Halidor will reduce its capital reinvestment for coal production in 2024 by about $10 million. Additionally, he said the company will focus its seven units of underground equipment on four units of its lowest cost coal production. Key lawmakers once balked at bills affecting active lawsuits. Is the default approach dying? IIB's Alex Brown has the story. A common phrase in an Indiana legislative committee room and on a chamber floor, pending litigation, is increasingly said to little effect. Open lawsuits are off-limits to some lawmakers, while others consider the unwritten ban on legislative interference an unnecessary barrier to policy goals. 
Current and former lawmakers said former Senate President Pro Tem Robert Garton, who held the powerful post from 1980 to 2006, implemented the rule. He killed numerous proposals involving ongoing disputes during his tenure. But Indiana's current General Assembly has recently taken aim at active lawsuits involving the firearm industry, a Hoosier family with a transgender child, streaming services, lethal injections, and more, sometimes multiple times. Lawmakers have heard hours of testimony and discussion this session on legislation that seeks to end a lawsuit the city of Gary has waged against members of the firearm industry for over 24 years. The bill comes on the heels of two attempts last session, one lived, the other died, to alter ongoing lawsuits. Supporters of the informal tendency against interference say they'd rather react to a ruling, but some opponents contend that litigation itself can be a strategy to keep the General Assembly away from a certain topic. Current Senate President Pro Tem Rod Bray said he didn't subscribe to a hard and fast rule against interference, but that he considered it a default. Some circumstances, he said, justify engagement. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio. Terre Haute-based Hamilton Center Incorporated is partnering with St. Mary of the Woods College on a new scholars program that will offer reduced tuition to employees of the behavioral health services provider who want to pursue degrees tied to healthcare or administration. The HCI scholars program aims to meet the high demand for mental health professionals. The tuition discounts are 20 or 40 percent, depending on the field of study. The fields include master's degree programs in clinical mental health counseling, business administration, leadership development, and healthcare administration. This year looks to be a much better one for the U.S. economy than business economists were forecasting just a few months ago, according to a survey released Monday. The economy looks set to grow 2.2% this year after adjusting for inflation, according to the National Association for Business Economics. That's up from the 1.3% that economists from universities, businesses, and investment firms predicted in the association's prior survey, which was conducted in November. It's the latest signal of strength for an economy that's blasted through predictions of a recession. High interest rates meant to get inflation under control were supposed to drag down the economy. The thinking went, high rates put brakes on the economy, such as by making mortgages and credit card bills more expensive, in hopes of starving inflation of its fuel. Beck's hybrid CEO, Sonny Beck, is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.